Welcome to the Drivable Podcast. I'm Elliot Varian and over there is Brad Williams. Today we're talking about safe driving and the Get Home Safe Foundation with Darren Davis, who is the president of the Get Home Safe Foundation. The Get Home Safe Foundation has been created for the purpose of developing, producing, delivering and supporting road safety initiatives. So I really can't wait to get stuck in and talk about something bigger than modes of controls and impacts on all drivers because with me, I guess I'm personally really, really passionate about road safety as well. So Brad, you ready for it? Uh, let's get into it. There's a, there's a lot to discuss in this one and uh, wait until you meet Darren. He, he's a wonderful personality and uh, he's got so much so much drive, so much passion. Uh, it's going to be great to talk to. Welcome to the Drive Able Podcast, where each episode you get to listen to two of Australia's leading professionals in the area of driving and community mobility for people with disabilities. In each episode, they interview drivers, carers, and industry experts and share the insider's guide to driving with a disability. Hi everyone, I'm really excited to get into today's interview, but before we get started, we just want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors who make this show possible, Mobility Engineering and Williams OT. This show takes a lot of time and money to put together, so we just want to say a thanks to our sponsors for helping us bring you this podcast show today. And today we have Darren Davis. Darren, thanks very much for joining us. How are you today? I'm good, thanks, Brad. How are you? Yeah, great, thanks. Can we just ask okay. you to introduce yourself as a as a start and um, tell us a little bit about the Get Home Safe Foundation and your role? Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Darren Davis. As Brad said, I'm the president and founder of the Get Home Safe Foundation. Uh, the foundation was, I, I guess, formed. Um, because I want to make a real difference in the road safety space. Um, we've, we've been doing the same thing for decades and uh, still families are losing loved ones and, and people's lives are being changed because of uh, uh, incidents on the road that, that mainly can be avoided. So that's where the foundation started from. It was actually uh, an idea of uh, someone who's a, a friend of mine and there's an ex-Crows uh, Premiership player, Rod Jamison. So Jamo said, "With my passion, I should I should start a foundation." So, so I did, and um, it's been a it's been a hard road, but uh, look, it, it's such a worthwhile cause. Um, and guys, I guess really to put this in a nutshell for me on a personal level, I've sat down and and known so many uh, families that have lost loved ones, and and this this lives with people forever. So if I can avoid anyone losing a loved one on the road then my job is done just one person will, will do me obviously I want to do more and I always want to do more and I'm going to keep striving to do more through the foundation that's pretty much what the foundation's about is making people safe yeah, that's pretty cool the um what what made you I guess start it and what what sparked this passion in road safety Hi Ali. Yeah, I I uh, I've been in the driver training and road safety industry for um, well over thirty years now. Um, first of all, in the UK, and um, then eighteen years ago, moved over here and and um, requalified as an instructor here. But I've always wanted to do more. Um, I, I've always I've always wanted to expand my messaging and make more families safer. And that one-on-one -on -one driver training is, is, is really important because I'll make that one individual safe. 
but I've always, uh, ever since I qualified 30 odd years ago, I, I wanted to include the whole family in my driver training. So yeah. rather than making just one individual young guy or young, young female uh, safe on the road, I, I want to affect their whole family. So I've always looked to expand my messaging to make more and more people safe. And, and this is a, a fantastic vehicle, um, pardon the pun, to, to actually do that. Um, I, can, I can talk to families through the foundation and I can get families having those conversations at the dinner table about how, to, how they all want each other to get home safe. Yeah, so that's... it's more than just getting out there and saying this is how many lives are lost per year. It's more getting into into those messages, those hidden messages in behind the scenes of, of all of those facts and figures. Is that right, Darren? It really is, Brad. Yeah, I, I uh, look, I do a lot of um, interviews on media and have done over the years, both TV and radio. And one of the things I always stress to the interviewers is I, I, I'm not going to give you statistics. Um, statistics are, are just numbers. And um, any maths teachers out there, I apologise, but I'm not interested. Uh, numbers are numbers, and I, I've never been interested in statistics. And no one really takes in the gravity. They, they might say, wow, that's a lot of people that have died. But it's still numbers. So for me, I, I don't want to talk numbers. I want to talk families. If, if someone says, oh, you know, how many people have died? Well, of course it matters. But I, I could say 100 people died last year in South Australia, but that doesn't really give any gravity to the situation. There, there are 100 families out there that whose lives have just been changed and ruined forever. And, and that's not even thinking about the wider friendship groups and, and you know the wider families from those people that have been lost. It, it's devastating. So numbers don't do it for me. Yeah, I love, I love that uh, statement there. Um, there's a, actually a recent advertisement campaign in New South Wales because um, they're going towards a zero fatality, um, like but that's their, their current uh, like goal. Um, and it's quite interesting because they ask a guy, um, they say, oh, you know, how many people would it be okay um, to die per year? You know, 1,500. And he goes, oh, yeah, like 100 or something or like 10 or five or something like that. And then they put um, his entire family in front of him and he goes, oh, well, how many of these would you like to die? And he, will, he goes, well, actually, yeah, now I changed my mind. Zero is better you know, um, because when you take the number out of it, all of a sudden you want it to be zero. Um, and, and I love that, that, that concept, um, of including the whole family. Um, this is actually something I really want to highlight here and also talk about a little bit about within the disability community as well. So me, um, myself, I'll share a personal story. When I was younger, um, my family, uh, and I think a lot of people would be like this of my age or maybe a bit older where in the 80s and 70s things like drink driving were common and socially almost acceptable um and and i remember i my, i was like in a kid you know and my parents were driving around drunk and and i hated it and i was really scared because they were teaching the kids that but the parents didn't really you know they didn't know as much and and uh, but i didn't know what to say you know and and so the fact or, or like how to include that in that conversation or in the family and um and the fact that you're kind of talking about that as a whole family holistic thing is, is, is awesome because it, it's got to be something where, you know, little kids or everyone um, has to have the language and be empowered to speak about it um, and maybe step up and say, hey, let's be safer. Let's, we want to get home or whatever it is, you know. So I think that's awesome, the whole family concept. 
Absolutely right. And, and um, our high school program that we, uh, we deliver to, is to year 10. So that they're either just about to get their learners or have just got their learners. Um, we're the only uh, road safety program out, out in the schools that, that uh, includes the parents as well. So we'll do a parent session in the evening at the schools and, and we talk to them about, you know, what kind of role models are you? Um, if, if the kids see you looking at the phone, well, that's accepted. So they're gonna look at the phone. So one of the things I stress to the parents is, if you think there's something you're gonna tell your kids off for when they're on their peas, don't you do it because you're teaching them that that's okay. So you can't tell them off when you've taught them that it's all right to do. So we want the families to really look at how they drive and, and be better role models so that the next generation of drivers are so much safer and better educated. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Look, um, Ali and I are both involved in the disability uh, area when it comes to driving. And we see so many people that have been injured in accidents. Um, we see a lot of people with other types of disabilities, but a big chunk of the work that we do are for people that have been had a traumatic event, which really impacts on their next stage of, of their life. It impacts on their family. It impacts on, on how they're going to live out the rest of their life. Um, you know, even, even the car that's uh, pictured behind Ali's head there, um, if you're watching this on YouTube with the turnout seat, things like that where you have to rely on a carer for the rest of your life it's not it's not just fatalities is it it's it's the big picture of how much impact this has across the spectrum of accidents from a from a small scrape right through to something as as serious as a fatality it really is the the emotional um damage is is forever uh, you know I, i've known people that that lost lost someone or has had someone have a serious injury, a brain injury, for example, and that affects that family forever. Um, and then you go the other side and you look at the economical um, issue. Uh, you know, we as taxpayers are paying millions and millions and millions of dollars a year because people are crashing. Yeah. And most of those crashes can be avoided if we can start really educating people a bit better and getting them to think differently on the road. So, yeah, uh, the emotional is the big one for me. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not driven by money, but, uh, you know, as a taxpayer, you know, we if, if road safety doesn't matter to you um, on an emotional sense, it certainly should on a financial sense, because we're paying a lot. We pay more um, for, for road toll than we do in our defence budget. Yeah, oh, that's wow. significant, isn't it? That is significant. Hey, just I just want to go back one step. Um, the if we if you want to hear about the impact of living with a disability, um, we actually interviewed Elon Mern, who's um, a an ambassador for the Get Home Safe Foundation, uh, in one of our earlier podcast episodes. So please go back and listen to that episode, uh, and he'll really let you know what it's like for living what it's like living with a with an injury uh, a fairly significant injury post a road accident he talks about how he's an idiot talks about how he didn't respect those um rules and and regulations and then he also is very open and honest and uh where he has his partner there as well another alley and um she talks about the impact on on both of their life and it's and it's really eye-opening really uh and in regards to 
not just fatalities, which is the main thing that gets presented in, in, the, in the news, um, how many there are, but it's that bigger impact, which is what we're, we're talking about. So I really encourage you to go back and, and listen to that earlier episode. Hey, Darren, what are some of the key initiatives that the Get Home Safe Foundation are actually implementing then? Okay, so it's mainly about engagement. So we uh, every year we put out a, a primary school poster competition that goes right across the state. Um, that's uh, supported by Bendigo Bank. And uh, we're actually uh, in the middle of our fifth poster competition. So we're in our fifth year as a foundation. So every, every single under 12 in South Australia uh, can um, basically design a, a poster that best describes how to get home safe from school or how to get to school safe. And every year we, we choose a, a winner um, and a runner up and then two other sort of third places and and they get a they get a bit of money to open up a new uh, bendigo bank account or put it into a, an existing bendigo account of course and um that's great because we want we want those kids to engage with their teachers with their parents with their their friends at school and, and talk about how they can get home safe how what how they can represent in a poster uh, what to do when you're near the school or you know whether you're on a bike or walking or mum or dad are driving so um, that's great engagement for us from from the very early ages as I mentioned have you seen some really good stuff come through from there like is it yeah, with, heartwarming stuff and and things that make you think absolutely mate and you know sometimes we can see that a parent or teacher has helped but that's okay because that means that those youngsters are giving their honest opinions to their mums and dads. Hey, dad, you drive a little bit fast sometimes. So, you know, it's real. You know, kids are really honest and 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 they'll they'll say it how it is. So, so we want that engagement. Yeah, there's been some great ones. And we started off the first year. I think we had, I don't know, about forty entries. Um, last year we had hundreds from all over the state and uh, and regional schools as well. Um, another important uh, initiative is the high school um, program, as I mentioned earlier. And and that's really important for those those youngsters who are just about to, to get on the road as, as new drivers. So um, we, we talk about behaviors rather than driving techniques, I guess. Um, we've got the Regional Road Safety Alliance now this is a really big one for me and it's uh, when we launched in 2018 I, I said that this was one of the big goals for me is to is to affect regional road safety over two-thirds of our deaths happen on regional roads which is crazy because there's hardly any traffic out there so we really need to make a difference and something that uh, has been very very sad um, is the decline of the regional road safety groups um, there are community groups they're volunteers a bit like the um, you know the um, people neighborhood watch stuff and um, there used to be up to 30 groups uh, around the state and we're currently down to nine and a couple of those are struggling so my uh, my aim is to resurrect some of those groups and to create new ones in areas that really need the locals to have a look and to try and affect re regional road safety in their communities um, we've also got uh, which is Fantastic, uh, SACA, so the South Australian Cricket Association now have a third dedicated round um, to their Premier League season. So there's the Indigenous round, there's the mental health round, and now there's a road safety round. So the Get Home Safe round um, is played 
once a year um, and it's 122 teams across the state uh, uh, it's the premier league teams, so the juniors the the seniors female and male of course and um, we want to talk to them about you know how you use the skills on the on the field of play you know focus looking after your mates obeying the rules striving to improve you know getting that bigger picture um, we want those skills to be relayed on the road so we talk to the clubs uh, and the members and the players about you know all this stuff that you do every single time you go out on that cricket pitch we mm. want you to do that every time you get on the road whether it's be on your bike on feet or in a vehicle and Eli Mern um, is a perfect ambassador for that. He was a, an Olympic hopeful, a volleyballer, and he, he, he wrecked it. You know, he, he drove like an idiot by his own admission, and that, that was his career gone. So that's a really effective program for us. Yeah, um, I really like that because it's not just sponsorship money and getting some posters up in, in the club rooms. You actually go out and, and talk to these to these clubs, don't you? And and involve the captains and so forth as well. Is that right? We do. That's, that's exactly right. So our aim is over the next few seasons to, to get to every single club on one of their presentation nights and engage with the whole club community and get them really thinking about, you know, how, how they how they they can have a good time after a game or after after training but how they're going to get home safe let's support each other and we piloted the scheme at Glenelg Cricket Club and they actually won the um the the federal government um uh, good sports award for um safe travels home from a club which they were presented in Canberra so uh, and that was because of our program so we know it affects clubs in a really positive way so that's been huge for us We've also got the uh, the work zone safety program that we're starting to develop um, with work zone traffic control. Um, every year, uh, so many people are injured and, and killed in work zone areas. Road workers that are just trying to make our roads better and safer uh, and, and drivers aren't respecting those speeds and, and they're not uh, they're not developing safe behaviours around work zone areas. So we want to make a difference there as well. And that's an ongoing one. That's a new one that we've we've just started. Um, we've also got the Women Against Road Toll uh, movement that we started on our first year as well. Uh, we want to engage with the females of the families and, 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 and highlight their really important role in the family unit. You know, um, so many times we hear of, you know, mum and dad have been out watching the kids play footy or whatever. Um, dad's had two or three beers and, and driven home and mum hasn't had anything. And yet is still the passenger in the car. And, and we want to change that. You know, um, let's show the kids that the parents can be responsible. If one of them wants to have a drink, the other one doesn't and drives home. You know, it's simple. And that, that's something that we've tried to get into state. Uh, we have a high tea every year in South Australia. Um, the first one uh, for four or so years ago, we had 45 people and last year we, we sold out at 150. So the, it's growing every year and we want to spread that across the whole uh, country. There's so many more initiatives in the pipeline, Brad uh, and Ali, to be honest, and um, hopefully with, with more support and uh, more funds coming in, we can actually get these initiatives out there. Yeah, look, um, we're coming in. We're coming into it. I'm going to put my hand up. I'm going to be absolutely honest. I'm actually a board member of the Get Home Safe Foundation as well. So Darren and I know each other really well. Um, I've, I've, um, all of these initiatives are why I'm on the board. Hey, Darren, um, how are we raising? What's one of some of our main initiatives for raising money for all of these programs? What are, we're coming into our fifth year uh, this year. 
Um, so it's fairly new on, but with, it's grown like wildfire. How, how are we uh, raising the funds for all of these uh, types of initiatives? Mainly at the moment through our two uh, fundraising events. So we have the Women Against Roadsole High Tea. Um, we, we raise a little bit of money through that. Um, and every, every May we have our annual gala. And uh, yeah, that's grown as well. Again, the first one, I think we had 48 people and, and, uh, and the last two years we've sold out and you know, COVID has kept the numbers down. But uh, we're looking at our big fifth, uh, fifth um, birthday next year and uh, it's going to be a big one. So look out for that and, and hopefully we'll raise some more money there. But I, I guess essentially it's more about raising awareness as well. But the, these events are so essential for us because they, they do um, fund us to be able to develop and, and deliver such, such important initiatives. And, and um, hopefully, you know, with, with more corporate sponsorship, um, we'll be able to deliver more. And, you know, we, we've got some great um, sponsors at the moment. Um, Toyota Australia and WorkZone and, and Williams OT has been a great support. Uh, Bendigo Bank. You know, I can go on. There's a few people out there that really believe in what we're doing. But, um, you know, brass tacks, down to brass tacks, we, we need more. You know, we really do yeah. need more. We, um, we're not a corporate entity. We don't, we don't have any other um, corporate uh, parts to us that we're going to promote. We are literally, every cent we get is spent on promoting road safety, not, not a business, not anything else. So uh, we really do need that support. That's really cool. Darren. Yeah, I, really, I really like um, all the stuff you're saying. And I think it's actually really poignant for the disability community on a number of levels. One, even a lot of people we've interviewed have been affected by, you know, um, their lives have been changed by an accident, you know, and that, that's how they've ended up on this show, you know? So, um, but also, then when this the particularly the disabled community and, and even kids um when they get back to being transported um they actually need a lot more um they're much more vulnerable so they need a lot more care and, and we have to be even extra vigilant with a lot of that community as well so um so it's even more important that they're included um you know the, the part of this messaging as well you know so it's, it's really good i love um i love the whole the, the whole concept so that's great I, I just want to add to that uh, we had nick uh come on who's the ceo of uh, blue badge insurance and uh and he spoke about some facts and figures but one of the uh important facts and figures that he did speak about was how people with uh disabilities who are drivers actually uh tend to be safer drivers on the road yeah uh, they 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 don't um they don't pay as much um, insurance, so, so you can actually get better premiums um, through through Blue Badge. That's a little bit of a plug for him there at uh, Blue Badge. Um, but they, or the facts and figures show that they've got a, a much greater respect for the road rules and a much greater respect of the consequences if there is an accident. And they also go through a lot more of a rigorous assessment process, not just your L's and P's type assessment, but then they have to go through medical assessments more regularly. And it means there's so much more to them. Uh, so they've got a greater respect to, uh, to, to driving. And uh, that's, that's a really interesting podcast to go back and, and have a listen to. And, and hear Nick's take on, on that side of it all from an insurance point of view, which is, which is about facts and figures and maths and so forth. But uh, yeah, that was, that was a really intriguing. And I guess what the Get Home Safe Foundation is about is trying to build that, 
same philosophy throughout the entire population that drives. Yeah, yeah it really is. And, you know, the, the, in, in the road safety world, if we, if we can use uh, crash survivors to help us get that message across, that, that's gold. Because as, as you said, Brad, you know, people that have either suffered uh, life-changing injuries or, or, or just have any general disabilities um, that were nothing to do with, uh, you know, any kind of crash, they totally respect how it's so important to look after yourself and to be safe and, and, and to, and to go through life, just trying to be the, 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 the best person and the safest person they can be. And, and yeah, absolutely right. I, I, I can see that the disability sector has got um, a lot to offer in the road safety sector. That's for sure. And is that something that would be um, like get home safe foundation, would entertain, for example, if some of our listeners or community wanted to share a story through the foundation, um, is that what they'd be, you know, interested in? Like, is that the kind of stuff you would do? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I think that you know, if someone has got a story to tell, if if someone has got a disability, and and it's because uh, of, of something that's happened to them on the road, um, we'd love to hear their story. And and there's no reason why we couldn't even create a page. Of, of stories, you know, um, this is why road safety is so important. List, listen to these people and their experience and, and learn from them, you know, let, let, them, let them teach you how important your safety is on the road. Yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd definitely be up for that. That's a great yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, reckon, I reckon that'd be a good one because I think a lot of, well, I mean, again, we've spoken to a lot of our listeners and the ones that have had the, uh, a lot of our uh, people that we've interviewed um, and yeah, the ones that have come on and that have had those um, experiences, life-changing experiences through a road accident, they are desperate to teach others, um, you know? Uh, so, so it'd be great to kind of get that, you know, get something like that um, out there as well. When it's not taken for granted, it, it means a lot more. That's for sure. That's correct. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll make it happen. Yeah. Um, hey, let's, let's, um, just add on to that. We've got another question for you. How can our listeners that are listening to this podcast get involved with the Get Home Safe Foundation? What what can what can they do if they're if they're um, struck by this interview and then they want to do more? Well, initially, we, we'd love people to come on board as members. Um, we, we've we've got a, a growing membership, and and the membership. It's just there really to for, for people to feel that they they're belonging to something that's making a difference. Um, it's only 25 bucks a year. And, and but that that 25 bucks means a lot to us. You know, it keeps us going. It keeps us um, it keeps us uh, able to, you know, spend money on on things that set up events or or set up programs uh, and, and, you know, keep the office going. But it certainly, I, I guess, mainly helps us to help everyone else out there. So. Um, people can take a bit of ownership and uh, just become a member. Um, we'll get you get discounted uh, rates for our events and you know uh, newsletters and and but mainly you you can know in your own heart that you're doing something to help. So yeah, get on the, our website gethomesafefoundation.org and um, and look at how to support us and and just click on join as a member. Um, and uh, you can do that. You can you can buy our book. We've got a fantastic uh, celebrity recipe book that's out, and um, yep. that was put together mainly by one of our board members, Rosie uh, Aust. And uh, we've got some very interesting characters in the book, from celebrity chefs uh, to um, 
Adelaide news readers, even even to David Tennant, who is Doctor Who um, a few years back. So it's it's quite an, an interesting book, and even an '80s pop icon who uh, you have to go on the website and have a look, uh, or buy the book, and you'll find out who it is. But if um, nothing else, buy it for Sean McCarlis recipe. If nothing else, just buy it for Sean McCarlis recipe. Yeah, Sean McCarlis from uh, ABC and a, a great comedian. Just get it for his recipe. It's it's worth the money just for that one. Absolutely. And if you find all the uh, all the ingredients, yes, you're doing very very well, um, mate. We're gonna we're gonna wind it up. I want to give you one uh, more question. For anyone that's listening right now, what is the number one behavior in your mind that somebody could do to be a safer driver on the road? Take your time. Um, I, I see so many people that seem to think that, that it's a race out there. You know, um, they're, they're not courteous to anyone else. You know, if someone wants to change lanes, they'll speed up so they can't. Um, let's, let's work with each other. Let, it's not a race. Let's... All we've got to do is get home safe. It's as simple as that. You don't have to get home quickly. You don't have to get home first. You've just got to get there safe. So if I was to say one thing in one nutshell is please just take your time, get there when you get there. Yeah. Right. We've, we've gone way over time. We always do. Every episode, it's meant to be 20-minute 20, 20 interview, but again, we've gone way over that. Um, but before we wind up, we, we always ask our guests a, a final question. Um, and we've had some great answers along the way. And, and I'm really interested to hear what a, a road safety expert has to say about this one as well. But just before we do our final question, we just want to quickly acknowledge our sponsors one more time that make this show possible, uh, Mobility Engineering and Williams OT, a great thanks to them. Darren, um, as I've said, over these podcasts, we've had some uh, great answers to this question, but what we know that driving is more than just getting from A to B. It's more than just getting from work to home. There's so much more meaning behind the task of driving. What's, what's something that's really meaningful for you, whether it's a special journey, a special activity, something that's really meaningful for you that you could share with us that's more than just using your car to get from A to B? Well, I guess the most meaningful journey anyone can ever have is, is that journey home at the end of a working day to their families. Um, you know, every single day, you know, I, I look forward to, to coming home to my family. And certainly as my son was growing up, I couldn't wait to get home, but I'd always make sure I got home safely rather than quickly. So every single journey home to your family or, or visiting family is, is, just, is just very special. And, and for me, I guess it's not so much a, a car journey, but coming originally from the UK, that that journey, that journey back um, to the other side of the world to see family and friends um, that that you know I've grown up with, um, that's always very special. And uh, I guess you know once you get to the UK, if everyone's ever driven in the UK, the the volume of traffic is huge. Yeah, and those it's real absolute. narrow roads and the high hedges and all those type of things, and then you get on the expressways, and it's just amazing how how it all operates and how it all works it's uh, quite significant it is and and the volume of traffic and the speed of traffic and and the the the, the lack of space everywhere you, you'd think it would cause chaos and and yet uh, the uk is, has been in the top uh, five safest countries in the world for decades and 
Australia, we're, we're very far behind that. We're right down in the table and yet we've got so much space and, uh, and time to do everything. So we, we've got to change that. We've got to change it here. Doesn't make yeah. sense, does it? Yeah, yeah. It's really interesting actually that you mentioned that because I've driven around the UK a fair bit and I actually feel a lot safer on the roads there than I do here, even though it's pretty, pretty crowded. Oh, yeah. I never even thought about that. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, and you've got things like autobahns in Germany and all those type of things where people are driving at significant speed and yet, and yet yeah. it, it works. So it's not all just about speed. It's about a lot more than, there's a lot of other things that Taking your it. time. That's Taking it. your time. Yeah, that's it. A huge thank you to Darren. As you can tell everybody, Darren is a very passionate person. Um, It's an absolute pleasure to know you and work alongside you at the Get Home Safe Foundation, Darren. um, Yeah, inspired by you every every time we get together and uh, the Get Home Safe Foundation is, is a wonderful initiative to get behind. So if our listeners have any further questions and want to get in contact with the with you or the Get Home Safe Foundation, how can they do that? What's the best way that they can they can get in contact? Yeah, just get on the website, uh, gethomesafefoundation.org. And um, yeah, you can message us through there. And uh, I'll, I'll always get the messages come through to me and uh, I'll, I'll answer to everyone. I, I, I want to engage with as many people as I can. So feel free to, even if you just want to just say, hello thank you for for what you're doing um you could do it better i'll 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 listen to any message and reply to it i promise all right so awesome every uh, that's fantastic and we'll put the contacts in the show notes for this episode as well so make sure you share it with people as well so go and check it out on facebook or or wherever you get your podcast we'll put it in the show notes there um a massive thanks. We really appreciate your time you. and energy today. And we really hope that our listeners got something out of it as well. Uh, if you did, make sure you leave a comment uh, down below wherever you're listening to this podcast, whether it's uh, on the YouTube channel or in, in Facebook or Instagram or, or wherever you're listening to it, make sure you leave a comment down below of your, of your thoughts and opinions uh, about this episode. Or go and join the foundation. It's only 25 bucks, you know, even bigger thing for 25 bucks, 25 bucks a year. um, It's, it's pocket money for a lot of people these days, but it has a massive impact with what the foundation can do. Yeah, exactly. All right, Darren, thanks very much. Everyone else stick around because when we come back after this short little uh, break, we're going to, Ali and I do our top three takeaways like we do for every episode and uh and give our expert analysis so stick around everybody and darren thanks very much for your time no worries guys thank you all right welcome back Uh, in this section we bring you our expert analysis and top three takeaways from the interview this is where we provide our more than 30 years of joint experience in the industry helping people with disabilities to drive and get out in the community in a safe and meaningful way so we say that in every episode don't we get out in the community in a safe and meaningful way and here we are today talking with darren from the get home safe foundation it's it couldn't be a more poignant and meaningful message exactly and what's the first lesson we want to talk about well it's what um, we're going to reflect on some of the key points that Darren said, but one of the first ones that he made mention of is that the Get Home Safe Foundation is not all about facts and figures. They they dig deeper than that, and they really look at the bigger impact on what uh, a trauma or a fatality means to the family 
and and the community in general and and that's what attracted me to the get home safe foundation um if people don't know i lost an uncle in a in a car accident and it impacts it still impacts my life um every every day and he died when i was under five so um you know my grandfather just passed away and it was part of his general conversation um saying how much i looked like him uh, all of those type of things still impact to this day and and um you know I've, that's 42 to 3 years ago now uh that it, that he passed away and and it's and it's still impacting you know my mother who's who was his brother uh, you know brother and sister they they still they still reflect on it every day and it has a massive massive impact on 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 life when when we don't when we don't think about the bigger consequences of our behaviors on the road yeah and and we've seen that in so many of the uh interviewees here as well where that's that's how they've ended up as a result of you know um poor practices on the road and and ended up disabled and on this show unfortunately but um and and yeah just involving that whole family in the conversation and and being part of the whole thing as you said um not just okay you got to drive safe but it's about everybody being accountable and and looking after each other and and having plans in in place because it does as you said affect affect everybody and even on a huge scale um like he said the the road toll budget you know like it affects us even if we we are not even if you're not in a big family it's affecting you because you're a taxpayer in this country and like he said i'm actually blown away we spend more on this than we spend on defense hospitals disability budget ndis all of these things are are somewhat attributable to road accidents yeah, I mean, look not, at those... not all of NDIS. Don't get me wrong. There's there's a lot of conditions out there that are covered by NDIS that have nothing to do with road accidents. But if you look at um, Comcare or or LSA or, or whichever state you're in, TAC, so many um, clients on the TAC or or, or Comcare or or LSA or, or whichever state you're in, whatever the budget is, uh, whatever the um, program is there so much money goes into those programs to to help people live out the best days of their life um and it's it's a significant significant budget for for just that side of it of that side of it but then there's also the hospitals there's the ambulance there's the there's the um fire brigade who help there's the police that have to get involved so much money goes into keeping our roads um as safe as they are now but also that bigger impact on on treating people at at the side of the road and and yeah, beyond that's that's really um yeah it's it's really amazing oh it's, it's and it's tragic and it really is tragic and uh uh if if nothing else comes out of this episode uh think about the think about the big impact uh your behavior is having uh whether it's you know looking at your phone as you as you're driving along um, or or checking a message because it goes buzz or um, not paying attention and, and looking over to the back seat where the kids are having a fight in the back seat, whatever, yeah. whatever it is, try to make sure that that behavior is, is something that's going to get you, get you home safe. And, and on that note, we'll 
actually kind of wheeled it to the next lesson um, as a reminder of that. Get involved. Get involved with um, uh, Get Home Safe Foundation. Become a member. If there's any corporate people out there, sponsor, help them send it, spread their message because the more the message is out there on the grassroots level, which these guys are doing, um, the more the more the impact is going to be known. And 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 the thing is, is um, it's not just get home safe. Like I said, a lot of people um, get a bit worried about getting involved in this stuff, sharing their stories, but that's how we learn through each other, you know. So um, yeah. become a member. As you said, it's twenty five bucks. Um, and yeah, you'll, you'll get an opportunity to share those stories and have it on front of mind and, and keep their road safe. Uh, I've been to a lot of the events and one of the things they do is they get, uh, people to put up their hand if, uh, they know somebody that's died in an accident and in a room of 200 people, it's actually hard to see through all the hands. It's unbelievable how many of people are actually impacted on by an accident. So, uh please get involved 25 bucks a year um you know a couple of coffees and a and a hot dog uh same type of cost get involved 25 bucks a year uh but please the big the big corporate sponsors so they these initiatives can roll out so it can actually grow from from uh its small um beginnings uh it's grown organically up to this stage it's it's looking to go to that next level and and spread bigger messages and and really make a a big difference. So any uh, corporate uh, people out there like uh, Toyota that have got on board or WorkZone that have got on board and, and even Bendigo Bank as an example, there, there's lots of uh, promotion of companies involved in the Get Home Safe Foundation as well. So yeah, make sure you make sure you jump on board and uh, and help out wherever you, wherever you possibly can. Yeah. Our third takeaway, uh, Ali, what was our, what was our third takeaway? That was a big message that um, Darren put forward as well, which is take your time. And, um, and I love that message because um, that really struck out for me, particularly for the industry we're in. I mean, me personally, I, we work in the product space um, and I do a lot of training and talks on road safety. And one of the things I talk about is when you're using a product, particularly like a road safety product in a vehicle, like a disability product, which, you know, a lot of our um, industry and, and cohort uses, if you don't use something correctly, it can turn um, from a safety device to like a, almost like a weapon in a car and, and cause a massive uh, risk for safety. And when, when I've looked at this um, through training and through audits, it's always been because the people haven't taken their time. Like 90% of the time, 95% of the time, when you reflect and you interview, they go, oh, I was in a hurry or, yeah, I wasn't paying my attention to that. Or, you know, we were just going up the road and just going around the corner and blah, blah, blah. Um, and when you get to the barbecue five minutes late, no one cares. Um, but if you don't How get true there, is, How um, true is that? How true is that comment? Yeah. Do, does anyone really care if you're five minutes late? Yeah, but, but they'll care if you don't turn up. I reckon. And it'll ruin the barbecue and everybody's night there. Um, and, and beyond, like we've mentioned, it, it goes on and on yeah. and on. It's not just the barbecue that's ruined. It's the it's the rest of your life, the rest of their life, the rest yeah. of everyone that's at that barbecue's life. Even if you're an hour late, no one will know. You know? That's right. That's <laughs> so. Right. And you, they'll, they'll probably have your food ready for you. You know what I mean? Like, so that's the thing. Like, it's, um, <laughs> you know, you'll have a plate. Your friends will be there. You know, that, that's the point. It, it's like it's special it's attention when you arrive because everyone will be paying attention to you that's, that's right. right yeah 
Yeah. So um, so it's a good thing, and um, yeah, and that, that and and for me, that's a big thing. It's it's particularly taking that time, not just to get there, but to set up the equipment properly and be safe. You know, if you're securing someone in the back of a vehicle with their wheelchair tie down points, take your time because you need to hook them onto the right points, the right way, the right angles. You know, um, all of those things. It's even more important in our industry. Take get the seatbelt down on their hips, so it's not just going across the armrest of a wheelchair and and across a table. Get it down onto the bony prominences so it's actually going to keep them safe um same with lessons you know don't rush your driving lessons don't if you're listening to this and you're a mum of a 16 year old or or um even someone who's older and learning down the track don't rush lessons because um you want it to be as cheap as possible think about the big impact of of how how that one extra lesson or two or three extra lessons can have a massive impact on the big picture, the end of, end of life picture, I guess, all the way through to the end of life, whenever that might be. And you don't want that around the corner uh, uh, next year because they're driving uh, unsafely. Yeah, exactly. The other thing is um, take, take your time when you're on the road, which was Darren's big message. You know, you don't have to be the first in the queue. It's, it's, it's not the shops. You don't have to pick the fastest aisle, okay? You don't need to get through the, you know, even at when you're in the shops and you try to pick the fa- fastest aisle to get through, you can stuff that up, yeah? And you end up having the wrong line and you're waiting. Just go with the flow, take your time, have a nice conversation with the with the checkout person, but the same with your driving. Take your time, be courteous, let people in, allow gaps allow you know the the biggest thing i see is when we do driving lessons for experienced drivers is having a de- a decent buffer zone to the car in front oh but if i do that someone will cut in front of me that or you hear that almost every time we we talk about increasing your buffer zone to an experienced driver yeah so what if yeah, the person yeah. cuts in front of you keep Give your emotions them, for your family not another car <laughs> <laughs> Give them room to do it rather than making it a really tight gap and they're going to push it in anyway. And then it's a really unsafe environment. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting, I'm getting passionate now. I'm getting, I'm getting worked we're gonna, up. We're going to be talking about this for hours. All right. So, All right. so, so, so let's, let's wind, wind it up, up then. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Well, as we wind up this episode, we want to give shout out to our sponsors, Mobility Engineering and Williams OT for helping us bring you the interview with Darren today. Um, Williams OT driver assessment and rehab offers all the pieces of the puzzle to assist people with disabilities reach their driving and community and mobility goals. Um, and you will get very passionate uh, driving instructors there for sure. Um, mobility engineering is a team of passionate and dedicated people focused on bringing Australia's largest range of suitable transport solutions for all walks of life. And again, passionate people making sure you're using it more properly. Um, and as we say in every episode, the advice provided in this podcast is generally nature. So if you have any queries about what you can do, what will work for you, get in contact with your local OT or mobility dealer and set yourself up with a trial. Trials really do put you in the driver's seat. So uh, that's it, Brad. See you next time. Yeah. See you later, Ali. I really enjoyed this one. And yeah, can't wait for the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Drive Able podcast with Brad Williams and Ali Akbari. If you like what you've heard, make sure you like, rate, and subscribe. It really does make a massive difference. If you or anyone you know would like to share a story about driving with a disability, or you would like to get in contact, find the show notes, or find the resources mentioned in this episode, you can find us on Facebook. Just search at Drive Able Podcast 
for more information.